Sorry about that. We may have a little uh, audio echo there, but welcome, guys. Episode 15 of the NFL Rumors Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We got a lot to talk about today. Lots of news flying around the NFL. I am Tanner Pfeiffer, host of the NFL Rumors Podcast, and uh, joined here by NFL Rumors, the famous Twitter account. How are you doing, man? Hey, doing great, doing great. Glad to be here with you today. Uh, like you said, a lot of things uh, definitely going on in the NFL. A lot of, a lot of rumors, like uh, it's the season for the rumors, for sure. But as we're getting ready to, to hit some stuff, uh, we had a Pro Bowl games last night. A lot of people liked it, a lot of people didn't. And then we, <laughs> uh, we you know, uh, I don't know, dodgeball at the Pro Bowl. And not sure about that one, yeah. but uh, that but you know, looking at everything, I mean, we got some big things we'll talk about today. We got to talk about Aaron Rodgers. We're going to talk about Derek Carr. Talk about some coaching news. Um, talk about some, you know, potential free agents, cap cuts. We'll talk about a few things. All right, great. Let's get started then. One of the biggest things trending right now, uh, and I saw a bunch of. You know, rumors flying around is is Aaron Rodgers, Jets, or the Raiders. What are your initial thoughts about that? Yeah, uh, I think uh, the Aaron Rodgers is definitely in play for the Jets. I think Aaron Rodgers is in play for the Raiders. Uh, we did hear a report that Devontae Adams has, you know, uh, just put a, a a little fly in the ear of the Raiders that they he would like for them to look into Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, you know, that would be very interesting in the offseason that in two offseasons in a row you go and raid the Packers of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. But um, I, I don't think Devontae Adams thought – I thought that I believe he really thought that this was going to be his time with Derek Carr. You know, I know yeah. that he, he said that he wanted to be there with the Raiders, but one of the big things is I do think he w- wants to be with the Raiders, but I also thought – he wanted to be with Derek Carr as well. They're really good friends. Like they're real like family. They're almost family because, you know, they're they're all the time together and things of that nature. Um one one of those things is I think about Aaron Rodgers is the Jets yesterday, GM that was leaked said that, you know, he's willing to go all in I saw to, get that. Aaron, to get Aaron Rodgers. And uh so that that will be very interesting in see what happens there. Um, another part of it is uh, the Raiders can be really appealing. Devontae Adams took some questions on Twitter. Somebody mm-hmm. asked him about Aaron Rodgers and said, you know, where, where would Aaron Rodgers live? He was like right next to me in my neighborhood. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, and that was like an actual tweet from Devontae Adams himself. He's taking questions. And he knew that he was going to get questions about that too. So, uh, I just exactly. find it interesting. Yeah, he he knew he was going to get questions about his future or Aaron Rodgers' future. Um, yeah, so I find that very, very interesting. I do think that now more than ever is Aaron Rodgers actually a play in uh, Las Vegas. I don't think they'd win a Super Bowl there or anything, but you never know. The AFC to me is stacked, but... I don't know. I think if Aaron Rodgers plays again, it's still going to be in Green Bay. That's my thoughts. Well, you know what? I mean, a lot of that came up yesterday too. Like, uh, I think it was Rap Sheet 
was mm-hmm. saying on the Pat McAfee show that, you know, Aaron Rodgers does want to return to Green Bay, right? He does want – I mean, that's where I, – I feel that Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day wants to end his career in Green Bay. I mean, right? why not? Like, you've already played yeah. 19, 18 seasons there. Just – The problem <laughs> is you're going to have out. to go get him a receiver, right? I mean, he's got a young receiver – already that's doing really well there but i'm saying they they got to get him some more weapons right like we seen we yeah. seen last year that was you know he, he he had the young guy watson but he needed some more you know what i mean he he needed some more weapons oh and, for sure and, and so that, that'll be interesting jets they got a young receiver they got a good defense one of the things that i say about the jets they're trying to appease aaron Rodgers. i know they're trying to like slide it down that they're not but listen you just went and got their offensive coordinator that aaron Rodgers really likes right like you went and yeah nathaniel hackett yeah nathaniel hackett so yeah the jets are definitely trying to trying to appease aaron Rodgers. they definitely are the Jets could go all in and get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think the I, – I still – you know what? I, I know that, you know, the Raiders have never said, hey, we want Aaron Rodgers, right? The players, like Devontae Adams does, right? But I feel the Raiders will go get Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, right? way more – is way cheaper, more years, more guaranteed years. And – He's a game manager. He's a proven winner. He'll do enough, I think, to to win you some games while you try to build a team around him. Exactly. What one of the things you think about the Raiders and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, real quick. Number one, if you look at the Raiders roster last year, Josh right. McDaniels goes gets people he likes. Mm-hmm. It's go. You know, you're going to the, the bold and the running back. He went and got from New England. They went and signed Chandler Jones, the ex Patriot. He went. He signs the. So a lot of the Patriots off the practice squad. Uh, so, um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, he was interested in Tom Brady. We all know uh, we're not going to dive into that too much. We already know Tom Brady announced his retirement. But right. uh, he he was the number one guy that the, the Raiders already said that they were going to go after. They already said – and Raiders already said this, not the players, but the Raiders said this, and this is key. The organization said this, is – they are looking into Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo, they said, one month ago, right? So they did not say they was looking at Aaron Rodgers, right, uh, or anything like that. But they did say that they was looking into Jimmy Garoppolo. So and now I, Jimmy Garoppolo is your only choice. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, in my opinion, is going to be – I think in, in my thoughts, I think Jimmy Garoppolo will end up with the Raiders. That's my thoughts too. It makes more sense. And – uh like I said, he's younger. You get more years, and if you just guarantee him that he'll be a starter, like he'll be happy to be there. There's players always seem to love him as well. So Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders just makes uh, too much sense, especially with the connections there. Yeah, uh, and one of the well, when we're talking about that, another team you want to just think about Jimmy Garoppolo for right now is the Jets said they were interested. I think Jimmy Garoppolo becomes a second. Wheel there if they can't get Aaron Rodgers, right? I think if the Jets, oh, to the Jets, get, yeah, if the Jets can't get Aaron Rodgers, I think they go get Jimmy G. Now, one of the wild cards in the Jimmy Garoppolo situation mm-hmm. is going to be the Texans. When yeah. and we mentioned oh, yeah, this sure. months ago, like two months ago, guys, if you were tuning in, 
we we were we told you about D'Amico Ryan's was a real possibility of going to the Texans, right? And you know, it ended up happening this week. And Jimmy Garoppolo, he knows Jimmy Garoppolo, he knows what kind of player he is. The GM drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, so, you know, he will be a great bridge quarterback. While your other quarterback you drafted, which you're going to draft a quarterback high, we all know that, right? While he learns, Jimmy Garoppolo will be a great bridge quarterback to have your young quarterback learn from. And, and on top of that, we already know that well, – I guess this is something else we could talk about here. Uh, like as far as – you know, the Texans and their quarterback situation. I think it's been reported a lot. I don't know if it's like an official report from the team or just, you know, from the insiders around the league saying that the Bears are likely to trade away their first overall pick mm-hmm. and Texans are going to be one of those teams interested in trading up. Yeah, and we, me and you talked about this before. Uh, I think Lovey Smith would have had a shot at staying with the Texans. Yeah. Uh, if he would have not went for two points, right? Because what he <laughs> yeah. ended up what he ended up doing is giving the Texans uh not the first pick, right? Like so I think that kind of hurt his job evaluation. But I do think the Texans was always in love with D'Amico Ryan's as well. You know, I think he was always their top choice. They were just looking at yeah. all the options. And uh, you know, I think D'Amico Ryan's was definitely somebody that everybody wanted and uh, if anybody's going to get J.J. Watt back to the Texans, like uh, as far as a coach, yeah, it's going to be D'Amico Ryans. Like he's the guy that could get that, that you know, get there, right? Like he, he is the guy that could. Well, J.J. Yeah. Watt's already retweeted him a couple times being like, oh, heck of a hire, one of the best ever. You know, he's so happy for D'Amico Ryans to be coaching there. I think, right. yeah, he could be the one to pull uh, J.J. Watt back into coaching or – into coaching for the first time, but yeah, and imagine you know he JJ Watt. No matter that he's got experience, not experience in coaching, that really doesn't matter. Like he knows how to play the defensive line, right? Right. Like, and you and you can bring you can bring JJ Watt in to, to to coach your defensive line with no problem, and you know that that's going to be a big deal. I want to talk about the other Texas hires real quick, Tanner, like mm-hmm. what they might be looking at as far as what we're hearing for offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator real quick. Okay. So offensive coordinator, they really looking at a lot of the 49ers staff, uh, you know, looking at the 49ers passing game, uh, not many people know about him. He's like a passing game coordinator there. It would make sense that he will want somebody from San Francisco because uh, he could tailor his defense around, the offense that they would have put in because his defense is already he knows how his defense works right uh, around managing the ball running the ball right so mm-hmm. i think that's going to be ber- very big one of the other ones that he looked at was troy edwards troy edwards was a nebraska offensive coordinator and uh troy edwards also uh you know worked with t higgins and jamar chase and you see what I mean, even though they got a lot of talent, you know, a lot of people kind of o- overlooks that sometimes. That yeah. you know, you have to have some people to develop you as well. And T. Higgins and Jamar yep. Chase, he did a really good job with. Oh, for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the Bengals' offensive coordinator, I 
forget his name at the moment. Callahan. Callahan, yeah, he's been requested for a couple uh, interviews as well. I don't know if that's going to go anywhere, but it's just things to look at. Yeah, uh, one of the things that uh, one of the things, another thing with D'Amico Ryan's, just to to talk about that really quick, is uh, one of the things to watch here: defensive coordinator. Right? He 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 said that he doesn't know if he's going to call his own plays or not uh, yet. Right. Yeah, but you know, if he, if he, you know, he might, he might not. Who knows about that one, right? Yeah, but one of the things that you got there is I hear that he's real, really looking at Chris Carrick. Chris Carrick is the 49ers defensive line coach, and he has worked with Jay. Uh, he's worked with Nick Bosa in the past. He's worked with Nadamik and Sue. He's worked with Arden Key. He's worked with. Uh, Arc Armstead, Solomon Thomas, like he, he's really good at developing defensive line talent, right? And he, he's been with the 49ers. He knows the system. And D'Amico Ryans could help him adjust to being like a defensive coordinator type of person there. I also read that he's a candidate to become, like to be promoted to the 49ers. Correct. Their position, though. And, and that might be, honestly, Tanner, that might be what it takes to keep him. Right, yeah. that might be the only way that they could keep him. But the 49ers just talking about jumping into that. They did talk to Vic Fangio. He ended up going back to Miami. I mean, there was a lot of back and forth from the insiders, a lot of different yeah. insiders there. But uh, one of the things that when you look at that, uh, Steve Wilkes would be amazing hire. If the 49ers hired Steve Wilkes, he would be an amazing hire for that for that defense. You you're getting like another coach on the field. Right yeah, for sure. You, yeah, so I would if I was definitely them, I would I would look in to hiring Steve Wilkes. He would be my choice if I was hiring. And you know who might have a little bit of input on that? Who's that? It's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he knows a lot about him. Yep, he knows a lot about him. Right, so he could tell him, you know, like what you know what he's seen that he really liked. So, but Steve Wilkes is really a classy guy. Really. uh uh, could be somebody that they go in and hires a defensive coordinator. Another person they're looking at, he's kind of young. He's Chris Harris. He's a secondary coach. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's the big three that the 49ers are focusing on right now. But 49ers have a history of hiring within. I don't know if they'll hire Wilkes. I think Wilkes will be an amazing hire. But Chris Kirk, man, he, he's really been there for a while. And I think he's really deserving of being a defensive coordinator there because he's he's paid his dues. I just feel like eventually you're going to run out of assets because you had Robert Sala and then D'Amico Ryans and then this Carrot guy, right? Yep. So, like, you eventually it. you're just going to run out of these really great coaches. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, the Texans will raid some of the 49ers players and they'll raid some of their coaches for sure, right? I mean, it's just going to happen. When you when you have somebody promoted like that, so uh, that is something to like keep an eye out on uh, with the Texans. Uh, I want to talk a little bit now about uh, the other coaching jobs real quick, uh, okay. the Cardinals and the Colts. So there's again we've had a lot of conflicting reports from insiders this week. We had like Rap Sheet and Adam Schefter kind of had some conflicting reports and things like that. Uh, but there's some other ones that the Athletic said that Jeff Saturday's not 
won the finalist. CBS Sports said he was. Mike Garofalo at NFL Network said he was. Right? Okay. Uh, yeah. J- yeah, so, so just Saturday um, is suspected to still be in the finalist, Mike. He might not be the final guy, but he expects to be in a finalist. Uh, one of the guys that's getting a lot of steam right now is Aaron Glenn. He's actually a finalist for the Cardinals and the Colts. The Lions defensive coordinator? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I know Aaron Glenn. He seems like, you know, he does a really good job. He really did a really good job coaching up some of the Lions secondary in the second half of the season. Right, uh, yeah. But that's not enough for me to promote someone to a head coach. No, Eric Bayenemy, to me, is very deserving of that head coach job. For the Colts, I, I really think he would be would, really would do well there. Uh, the Colts gonna, need an offensive mind there. Yeah, uh, I know that they looked at Rich Masachi. He was the Green Bay special teams coach last year. But yeah. honestly, he deserved to be the Raiders coach over Josh McDaniels. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. They loved him. Yep. And think about this really quick with the Colts. If the Colts do not want to change their defensive scheme, which their defense was their bright spot last year, right? And, and it has been for the last couple of years. Yep, Gus uh, Gus Bradley is already there, and he was the defensive coordinator for the Raiders when Basachi was there. Okay, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So if if they hire him, I mean, he he can hire Gus Bradley, right? Like he can just keep Gus Bradley on staff. Uh, I I do think that when you're like they're even looking at the Eagles' offensive coordinator there. Or uh, I think I think coach are way up in there. My pick still Jeff Saturday. Not that I would pick him as my coach. I'm not gonna lie, you know. But yeah. I think he's the favorite. You know, Jeff really? Saturday could be the favorite, right? In my opinion, from what what you well, hear, you know. Now the Colts are saying they're doing like a third round of interviews. Like they just don't know what they're doing. Like, I, is it because they they're so conflicted on who they want to choose, or they just really can't get a read on people for a head coach? I, I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I think I think here's I think you're a a power struggle is what's going on, Tanner. To be honest, I think Jim Mercy wants to hire Jeff Saturday. He wanted to hire Jeff Saturday when he made him an interim coach, right? I mean, from day one, he wanted Jeff Saturday, but he just doesn't know what he's doing. Like right, but the same, but every other person in the organization, the organization like Chris Ballard. And a lot of the people in the front office don't want to hire him, right? They want to they want to hire an experienced coach. Which makes sense. <laughs> right, right. And you know what? I I really believe that the coach I really believe that Chris Ballard wants to hire by enemy. I mean, I would too. The guy's been up for head coach, like he's been a head coach candidate for the last couple off seasons. Um He's done a great job with Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs offense. Spreads the ball around, utilizes all the weapons, loses weapons, and still figures out how to win. I think Eric Bieniemy is like he could be the guy, and the Colts seriously need an offensive mind, and they need a quarterback, someone young. And if they trade up and draft somebody, Bieniemy would be the guy to help develop that person. I mean, look what yeah. he did with Mahomes. Yeah, and another thing you want to look at here, like when you're looking at links of people, you know, and it's something that yeah. we definitely look at. Chris Ballard came from the Chiefs organization. Okay, yeah. So he's going to be, you know, I'm 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 a hundred percent sure Eric Bainemy is who he wants to hire. Now, will he get to hire him? I don't know. 
right? I, I mean, I, I don't know if he will get to hire him, but I believe Chris Ballard's choice is Eric Bayenemy, and I believe that Jim Ursay's choice is Jeff Saturday, and I, I just don't see it going well, man, there. I just do not see it going well, you know, and it is uh, very, very interesting to see what would happen. Now, we'll shift to the Cardinals. A lot of okay. people are saying the reason that it's taking so long for the Cardinals is a lot of people don't want to be tied to Kyler Murray. Dude, yeah, I have been seeing that. Like, people are saying, or it's like reported, they don't want to be tied to Kyler Murray and his like next four years on his contract, coming off an extension, but also coming off an ACL tear. And he's not even going to be ready to start the 2023 season. They're saying Kyler Murray won't even be ready till the midseason at least. Yeah, Kyler Murray, they're saying, you know, we reported a while back uh, that, you know, he won't go be ready until, you know, you're, like you was talking about, right in the midseason. And the uh, when you're looking at that, I mean, you know, some of the candidates of late, they've been really no front runner. Sean Payton got a lot of steam when he was interviewing with them. <laughs> and uh, that makes the point, did he want to be tied to Kyler Murray? You know, that makes it interesting. Either that or he was using them as leverage. Yeah, he could have. He could have. Uh, one of the things too, uh, they wanted a first round pick. Yeah. Uh, the the you know the Saints and the Cardinals wasn't gonna come off an early first round pick for him, right? They're not coming off a pick that early for Sean Payton. Uh, one of the other things that when you really look at the Cardinals, uh, Aaron, you know Aaron Glenn, he's another name that people really like. We, you know, my pick. I'll be honest with you, I like Brian Flores for that job. You know, uh, because I do too. I think Brian Flores to the the Cardinals would be a good fit for him and the team, the team both. But I don't think Brian Flores is not the coach who's going to take you to a Super Bowl. I think he's like a bridge coach. If, he could be. Which, which, as a team, you should not want to hire a bridge coach. You want a guy that's going to win right away. But I just don't see Brian Flores as a as a coach that's going to just take you to a Super Bowl, make you a true competitor. I do feel like they'd get better for sure, better than they were under Cliff. But mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, you know what? If if you look at the sideline, I think this is very re the reason why people are hesitant to take the job with Kyler Murray. Have you seen the interactions he has with Cliff Kingsbury on the sideline? Like they're arguing pretty much. Yeah, and, it looks and like things. a little toddler out there screaming. Right, so there are a lot of arguing going on. Uh, you know what I do? The Cardinals, the last time that they made a big splash hire, which was Bruce Arians, yeah, uh, they went for a, a wild card kind of guy, wild card kind of guy that brought a, a different, a, a different kind of swagger to the organization. And a lot of people think that they might be focusing on the Bengals DC. Aaron uh, Glenn or uh, no, Lua Rambo Lions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he did amazing things. Man, listen, his top corner was Eli Apple, right? Think about this. His top corner was Eli Apple. Oh, you he mean the Bengals games. defensive yeah, coordinator? Bengals defensive coordinator. Think about that. When you when your your top corner is Eli Apple, like the starting two, not talking about the nickel corner. They got a great nickel corner, but yeah. the two when you're talking about Hilton's amazing nickel corner. But when you're looking at the two corners on the uh, that's covering the number ones out there, like he had a game plan that shut down a lot of the number one wide receivers. Yeah. Not all of them. Not all of them. They still had games. 
but like he he played the defense really well that he he knew what he was doing he he did a lot of great things with the Bengals defense man so uh, I think if they want to keep winning though he needs to stay put yeah him and Callahan both they have something great there in Cincinnati and uh they don't need to risk that but obviously you know coaches if you're gonna get offered more money I you're gonna depart yeah, uh, I'll, I'll switch it up from our coaches real quick over to the, the rumors uh, that we've yeah. heard some players because a lot of people's excited about some players. So a couple I want to just throw out there, some rumors that's happening. Uh, Patrick Peterson was reported a couple different uh, places that the Vikings might not re-sign him. Now, he was their best corner. He's uh, one of my top 50 free agents uh, as well. Uh, but Patrick Peterson um, – the reason I do agree with these reports is he actually dogged Kirk Cousins a little bit at the end of the season. Uh, really? He, yeah, he he was talking about like he didn't seem like he knew what the downs was and stuff. <laughs> and, and you know, in their last game, now to get for you not to be resigned, that's a very good way for you not to be resigned real quick, right? If you go against the quarterback, right? So yeah. that they're going to keep. So. When you're looking at that, Pat Pete, uh, I, you know, barring a relationship that gets better with him or Cousins, I don't think that, you know, he'll return to the Vikings. Um, mm -hmm. So another one I'd like to talk about is Matt Ryan. I know a lot of people, Matt Ryan has struggles with Indianapolis. Uh, he, was, he was asked on CBS Sports, uh, are you going to go ahead and retire? He said no. He's well. He wants to play, right? Yeah, I would yeah, too. I, heard that. I, I would that. too, right? Uh, the reason why is because he's got a lot of money due to him. Yeah. Right. So when you're looking at his money, Tanner, I I look for the coach to release him because you know he's he's going to be a cap casualty. He'll, he'll definitely for be sure. released. And I look for San Francisco to go and sign him to a small deal a small backup quarterback deal, right, to, to mentor really? Trey Lance. Yeah. Because remember, him and Kyle Shanahan's tight. Kyle Shanahan said he wasn't going to get a better, but Kyle Shanahan is not going to go with the inexperienced quarterback. He just got burnt. You know what I mean? He just got burnt in the playoffs. With you all think Matt coaches. Ryan would take a backup role? Yes. Yeah, with Kyle Shanahan, I think so, yes. And a chance to wow. win the Super Bowl. Yeah, chance uh, to I mean, win a hey, Super Bowl. Yeah, that's yeah. not a bad take. Yeah, wow. definitely. Yeah, and I think they've made it known that they want to go get experience, like as a backup. Yeah, and huh. he already knows the system too, Tanner. Like he already knows the system. He can help Trey Lance. He can help like the you know the quarterback room. He brings a lot a lot to it, and then hits his chance to try to win a Super Bowl too. Okay, here's a question: Trey Lance or Brock Purdy? Who's your QB one? Um, I think it's going to be Trey Lance, but the reason I said that is because uh, I love Brock Purdy. I think if Brock Purdy was healthy, he would be the quarterback yeah. one. Yeah, I think so too, but just because Trey Lance is probably going to be ready to go before him, yep. that's it. Yeah, got it. And, HP uh, Forever I, says, with how injury-prone the 49ers are, he'd have a good chance of playing too. <laughs> yeah, true. Yep. Matt Ryan, I mean, they always have a quarterback uh, injury there, so – I think the 49ers will hold three quarterbacks for sure. That's not uh, a bad take, dude. That's actually really cool and really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I like that. 
yeah, I think they'll definitely go with three quarterbacks, and you know, I they, I believe they'll put their money in getting that because they, I don't think that they want burnt again. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, so I want to talk about uh, when you're when Derek Carr. <laughs> so the funny thing last yeah. night we kind of posted this is uh, they asked Derek Carr. This he Ryan Clark said, "Shout out to Ryan Clark, my guy," and he said, uh, "Hey." What is you have you ever been that hot for the Las Vegas in Las Vegas? He said, and he was like, "Nope." And it's probably why I'm going somewhere else. Oh, he didn't say probably. <laughs> he said, "Nope." That's why I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, like, he legit said that. They're like, "Hey, have you ever been this hot in Vegas?" He said, "Nope." That's why I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> yep. So when you're looking, yeah, at he's that, done, dude. Yep, Derek Carr. You know, he threw some shade last night a little bit. And uh, Derek Carr is not going to help the Raiders. I heard someone told me that was close to the Raiders last night, Tanner, that Mm -hmm. he will force his release to the Raiders. Remember, he has to sign off on anybody he's traded to. The cards are in his deck right now. He's holding all the he's holding all the aces, right? Because they could come to him with any team, and he'd be like, "Nah, I'm not interested." So he has that no trade clause. Yep. So he could any team that they try to trade him to, he can say, "Nah, I'm not interested." Right? He yeah. wants to be a free agent to pick his team. Oh, here's here's one. Uh, we were talking about. Sorry to interrupt you. We were talking about Brian Flores a minute ago from Ian Rappaport. The Broncos have requested to interview Steelers linebackers coach uh, Brian Flores for their DC position. Yep, very good. He's yeah, he's really wow. in there. I could see that Brian Flores. Remember, Sean Payton wanted Vic Fangio. Right? Yeah, he did want Vic Fangio. Right. So that is a. And I heard too that the Broncos are still talking about ever, you know, ever Joe about keeping him on staff. Right. They're still talking about him as well. So one yeah. one of the things Brian Flores interviewed for the Vikings DC. Yeah, he's interviewed for a bunch of defensive coordinator positions. I think he's he's a way better defensive coordinator than a head coach, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, doesn't need to be a head coach, but yeah. So Derek Carr, let's talk about places for him, right? Yep. So Derek Carr is going to get to pick where he goes. He wants to pick where he goes. He's going to get to pick where he goes, no matter what, right? Whether he's traded or whether he's a free agent, he's going to get the choice. So Derek Carr. We'll pick where he goes. That's this just the inevitable thing that's going to happen. Derek Carr is going to look around the NFL. He's going to look at for a team that winner. If I was him, when I looked at the teams that was available, at people that you got, I am looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really? Right. If I was him, I would be looking at but the Bucks. Let me tell you why. You look. You got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You got yep. two great wide receivers there, right? And and you know Bruce Arians is a guy that you know might be able to talk him in, like if he has some free agent visits, to say, hey, you know, he's like, hey, I, I I'm I'm wanting you, you know what I mean? I'm wanting the wild card. Like he, you know, he he's always been that guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, pass he, heavy. Yep. So. I think uh, that is a possibility. I would not rule out the Panthers either. Frank Reich is very high on him. Uh, really? So I, I wouldn't rule out the Panthers either. Uh, Jets, he'll be – I think the Jets will be in the mix for him if things don't go well with Jimmy and uh, and Aaron Rodgers. I think the Jets will definitely be in the mix for him too. 
I um, thought so. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I mean, if huh, you look at that's Panthers Bucks, is that's your top three? You think they're going to have the most interest? Yep, I think that's the three. You know what? I'm, wow. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, if you look at those three teams, man, I'm, I, I'm if I'm him, I'm leaning toward the Bucks. Yeah, they still got a great defense. Yeah. Uh, well, they didn't play near as good as they have the last two years, but yeah. I mean, they're still a good defense. Right, and a lot of people speculate this about the Bucks, and this could be a reason that they don't get Derek Carr. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, they they have speculated that the Bucks could look at their salary cap situation, which is not great, and they could look at trading some big time salary cap people. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, of course, they won't trade your Devin Whites or no, nobody like that. Right? Right? They won't trade their young. You're the young stars like Chris Godwin, Devin White, but I'm going to tell you a name to watch, man. And I know uh, not a lot of people talked about this. Mike Evans. You think they'd trade Mike Evans? I think they could. I think they could if they're looking to reduce salary, right? If they're looking to reduce salary, I think they could. He'll be, Mike, what, 30, 31 years old? Yep. And, you know, a team like the Bears that has all kinds of cap space, mm-hmm. they would be down to get him. You know what I mean? Like to get a number one like Mike Evans, yeah. I think that they will be down. Now, I've not heard a report on that yet. I'm just uh, going about what the cap numbers and looking at the, the Buck situation. Right. Right. But, you know, I, I think that that's a definitely possibility <laughs> with that. So I would just say, you know, keep an eye out. You know, when people, like I know people like criticize and, things like that a lot they're like oh no that's never going to be traded if you don't think people's calling about people like mike evans and t higgins and brandon cooks in the offseason you're sadly mistaken you know I me mean? these guys these teams that need a number one receiver are a hundred percent calling teams to see the availability on these players <laughs> yeah it's going to happen like there are a lot of teams that call nothing ever happens right yeah, but you know, there you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of that. Are there any any rumors you've been hearing, Tanner, that you want us to address? Uh, not at the moment. Um, you know, besides like the Aaron Rodgers stuff, you know, and then there's, I guess, one thing that's like trending and it's like kind of funny right now is that people are actually believing or just making fun of the fact that the NFL is scripted. <laughs> I've yeah. been seeing a lot of like memes and comments about that in like every post, but yeah, no, that's, that's I, yeah. just funny. Yeah, it is. I mean, definitely. I, you know, reason I think it's not scripted for sure. The NFL, that? I never thought it was scripted. I'll make that clear. But um, number one, you're not going to put your body on the line. If you think something's scripted, like yeah, for like a show, yeah. yeah. If you want to do that, you can go join the WWE, right? Right, exactly. Yep that that's and you know there are people look at Demar Hamlin, man. I mean he he took a lick that could have killed him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're not going to do that kind of stuff with with that. You know, I I really feel that when you're doing that, you know, you're you're going to do everything that you can to. You oh, know, for sure. Yeah, it's just a big meme. Thing. Yeah. It's just people making fun of it, I guess, to make fun of it. And uh, I, I think, who was it? It was Arian Foster. He was on some podcast mm-hmm. saying it was, like, rigged, and then it was scripted, but it was all a joke. 
They were just joking around. Let me tell you one that I'm hearing that I'm going to tell you about, and I'm not tweeted this yet, but okay, there, there's some speculation. So you heard it here on the Tanner Piper uh, NFL Rumors broadcast channel. Uh, all right. You better better subscribe to Tanner in the off season because he's got all your stuff going on with all the rumors and news. That's and right. You better smash that like button as well for him. And that's that, right. Yeah. So when you're looking at that, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is loved by the Houston Texans. D'Amico yes. Ryan's D'Amico Ryan's is changing the culture there for the Texans. JJ Watt played with D'Amico Ryan's for the Deon with played with DeAndre Hopkins with the Cardinals, and he's very close with them. I would not be surprised if the Texans make a call to the Cardinals and gauge DeAndre Hopkins' interest in coming back. I don't know. Yep. You know why, man? Because, listen, I think at the end of the day, DeAndre Hopkins is loved there by the Texans. I think that, yes, he had some turmoil with their owner and stuff, but the Miko Ryans could change a lot of that, right? He's going to he's gonna really bring a really good structure in there. If he adds J.J. Watt in as a person that he's talking to, mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins, I would definitely call if I were the Texans to see if I could get Hopkins back. And I would have – that way I could talk to him and, you know, just put water under the bridge. DeAndre Hopkins is – when you remember DeAndre Hopkins, I know he went to the Cardinals, but I remember him as a Texan. Right? Oh, I think, for sure. I think when you look at great Houston Texans players, J.J. Watt, D'Amico Ryans, and DeAndre Hopkins are people that just jump off the board to you. Right. So I, I I would not be surprised if the Texans at least didn't call. Right. About him. I'm not saying anything will happen there. Yeah. I do okay, think yep, that they yep. could call, you know, and check on that. I do think before any of that happens, though, they would probably send out feelers like people like J.J. Watt to see if that would be an interesting thing. If you don't think people around the league send feelers, <laughs> Trust me, Tanner will vouch for you. We had several players that reached out to us last year, NFL players, reached out to us last year and said, hey, what are you hearing? That's true. Yeah, what, <laughs> are, you, what are you hearing? You did, man. And, and we called it. Yeah, and said, what are you, what, where are you hearing I'm going? And we would tell them where, where they, we were hearing they were going. They'd like, let me call and check with them. Right? And that is something that players do, right? They'll would you want to check it out? And, and that player say, signed with that team. Yes. Yep. And that Last player year. signed with that team. Exactly. Yep. And that was uh that was really cool. I'll be honest. That was a really cool thing that we happened. And you know, I'll be honest with you too, that mm-hmm. these rumors sometimes, and I'm just gonna be very honest with you, right? Like trying to be honest and transparent. I'm a, honestly, guys, if you if you get to know me and you ever sit down with me, I'm and Tanner will tell you, I'm a real man of integrity, right? I really will be very honest with you. I'll be upfront with you, and uh, you know, just just the way I am, right? So, and I, I'll definitely, if you ask me a question, I'll be as honest as I possibly can with it. Is one of the things that I will say that teams have sent rumors to you 
right? And I, I can tell you that they will slide out rumors to get something going, right? Like smoke. Yep, to get something going, smoke, right? They will definitely slide some rumors to get <laughs> some smoke going. If you don't think that happens, I'm, I I promise you're naive, right, with that. Because remember, they're, they build, build up trade things. They build up things like – when you when you talk about these teams like releasing the information, I mean, if they wanted to keep the information, they would, yeah. right? Like they, I mean, they let somebody release a little information so they can get some trade talks boiling. That's why they say that I'm going to release somebody. Why? Because they want people to call and give them something for them, right? Yeah. And the, but the same thing, like sometimes they'll throw some rumors out there and see if they hit the wall, right? Well, real yeah. quick then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like we could uh, end the episode here on this subject is uh, something that came out yesterday is that Joe Mixon has an arrest worn out. Yeah. And and that. talking about potential releases, I think he's going to be a release candidate. You think so? Yeah. I mean, uh, he allegedly threatened a woman's life and said certain things to her that yeah, threatened I got, her life. I got the quote here. I can read it for us, right? It says... Uh, the Bengals, Joe Mixon allegedly pointed a gun at a woman and said, you should be popped in the face. I should shoot you now. The police can get me. And this was from the local 12 in Cincinnati. Yeah, the local 12 news station in Cincinnati. And there's like a picture of the arrest warrant and everything. Right. It's not good. It's not a good situation. I think Joe Mixon has a cap hit of like $13 million next season. Yeah. Around $13 million. Um, he had a running back there too that was taking some of his carries. Samaj P. Ryan was that him? Yep, yep, yeah. Who's been there before? He's been there in the past, and he had a really great 2022 season. And when they started mixing in P. Ryan, uh, this year they started winning. That's when they went on like a 10 game win streak. Yeah, and one of the things too, just real quick on that, mm-hmm. is his agent said last night, his agent, when he got the report, he actually called NFL Network, uh, and said um that he were that they told the NFL network that you know that it was gonna be dropped the charges. What? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. That came out last night. Right. But listen, I I don't see that happening. You know what I mean? I mean no I way. heard the report. That's but, quite the accusation. Yeah, like even if she drops the charges, the uh, not necessarily will Ohio drop the charges. Yeah, and the thing is, is, is the NFL still conducts their own investigations aside yeah. from the law. So, Joe, yeah, and this has happened to Joe Mixon. One of the reasons he was a red flag in the draft, was he was that, a red flag in the draft. He had character issues the whole time. Yep. So that was a that Cincinnati took a chance on him, and that is a. Uh, and this is a good something to watch here because Joe Mixon will be a big, big loss. For yeah, he will. He's been productive. What is that? Six seasons there now. Yeah, and uh, he's gotten better and better. I feel like so. Yeah, he's going. He will be a big loss there, but like something like this is hard to to just put under the rug. You know what I mean, Tanner? It's hard to just like sweep yeah. under the rug when you're talking about this kind of stuff. You know and. I think what happens a lot of times, like you see a lot of these players that they really disappointed from these playoff loss, but they it seems like they take their aggression out 
You know what I mean? In other ways sometimes. Mm -hmm. But now some people do it positively. I will say that about great NFL players. They do it positively helping the community. 85 to 90% of the players do amazing things for the community. These stories that we hear here is probably like 5, 10% only. Right. Yeah. But yeah. hey, you said he was a red flag in the draft process years ago. They took a gamble and it's paid off so far. But no, this is a, quite the allegations. He's got an arrest warrant out. Um, and I feel like players have been released for less than this. So I I think it's bye-bye Joe Mixon and Cincinnati. It could be. It could be. It'd be something to watch for sure. Uh, <clears throat> another thing, just real quick, I know that we're getting ready to head out. Tony Romo last night, it seems like uh, CBS actually denies this report, by the way. Uh, I checked with somebody at CBS, and they said they wasn't true. Uh, I think it okay. was posted by a lot of people. Uh, uh, but they it was a report that they're denying it now. Who knows? Like, hey, places deny a lot of stuff, right? But he they said that they did not try any intervention with Tony Romo. Uh, there was a, a, a report out last night that they tried to intervention with Tony Romo because they felt he was kind of going downhill broadcasting wise, yeah. And uh, but CBS has denied that report. You know, it was uh, something that was trending there with Tony Romo, but they had denied that. I, I did reach out to CBS, and they said that, you know, they didn't. Somebody within CBS told me they denied that report. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah I did see that. Going to, yeah, man. I'll be honest. CBS is going to, and whether they did it or not, they're going to deny. It. They're not going to let their top broadcaster. Just, yeah, true. Uh, you, you know, walk away probably. I thought everyone loved Tony Romo. I was under the impression that he was loved. So I was kind of surprised when I saw that. Yeah, I I, I don't not, I don't dislike Tony Romo's announcer. Uh, I'll tell you what is one of the uh, – another one when you're talking about announcing, uh, Tom Brady is definitely not going to be walking, picking up cans anytime soon, right? Uh, yeah. Because he signed a – a 10-year, $375 million deal in May with Fox to broadcast. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's probably going to happen, as I, I heard reports, that that's going to happen this year. So, uh, you know, you know what would be great? Him, I, I love Greg Olson, don't get me wrong, man. He's mm -hmm. done a great job. But a chance to put him a Gronk in the booth? You think Gronk would be interested in that? Maybe, maybe he loves Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be great? He's a great Gronk personality. Yeah, put him and Gronk in the booth together, and man, you might have a winning combination. That'd be great. Yep. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, I, it's been a great one, Tanner. As always, you did a, an awesome a job. So, really quick, guys, make sure that you we got. We got two channels, right? Yep. I got, we got, and uh, we're going to put content on both. So Tanner has his channel. Make sure you're following this channel. This is where the weekly NFL Rumors podcast will be. We, I have our, another channel, the NFL Rumors podcast, where we do daily recaps of the, the day's news. Make sure you come over and follow that one as well for, for additional content. Uh, make sure you come and check out uh, tw Tanner's Twitter account. And in my Twitter account, because we're going to have a lot of stuff on there coming up. We got a newsletter I'm working on that we're going to send out. So I got a lot of stuff. We got the website going. We got a lot of stuff that's going to go on there. And uh, 
I, you know, this is where you want to be for all the rumors. We're going to put all your rumors out there, all the rumors that you hear. That way that we can keep you informed of everything. But we are so glad and happy to have all these amazing followers. You know, it's been like uh, we started from small beginnings and went to almost 200,000 followers, right? So That's we're very appreciative of everybody, and we're going to keep on doing our thing. We're going to keep we're, – we're here to stay as the – as um, just, uh, I, just I guess I can be like Derek Carr here for a second. We're here to stay even uh, though we get a little slack sometimes. It's okay. It happens because when you report rumors, you always get that. People don't like the rumors you report. But we're here to stay. Don't worry. And thank you for everybody, for all your support. We had 600 people messages this week. So really, really thankful for all those people and showing the support that we did. And uh, thank you for all, everything that everybody is doing, everything that Tanner does. We're going to do great things here with NFL Rumors. we got a lot of stuff on the plate, a lot of things that we're looking at. So uh, make sure you tune in and be on that be on that wave and uh, definitely uh, sending all those positive vibes your way this week and uh, you're sending blessings your way for sure and you guys have a tremendous week from NFL Rumors. That's right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode fifteen. Make sure you tune in with us during the off season as well as we cover everything. All the rumors, all the predictions, signings, everything, guys. Tanner here with NFL Rumors Podcast. Tanner Five for NFL on Twitter. Give me a follow and give NFL Rumors a follow on Twitter as well. Growing, growing, growing. And we're going to have probably one of the best off seasons, I think, ever. So oh, yeah. thank you, guys. And hey, uh, Can I say one thing, Tanner, real yeah. quick? Just really quick. And this is, tells you a little bit about uh, some of the uh, channel and the growth of our channel, right? Uh, just want to give a shout out to all the wonderful followers, right? So for this, um, last month, guys, we we had 10,000 new followers. We really appreciate you all. We, we hope you really enjoy the new content and everything. And also, we had 200 million impressions on Twitter. So uh, definitely, we're very thankful for you. And we were, guys, like we say, we're the place to be. We're the place to be. Me, me, me and Tanner's the place to be for your offseason. That's right, man. That is right. Guys, thank you so much. We can't wait to see you in the next episode. That's a wrap.